Hi, this is Robin Sparkman, Wellesley Class of 91 and StoryCorps CEO. At StoryCorps, we believe in preserving and sharing humanity's stories in order to build connections between people and create a more just and compassionate world. As a part of that vital work, we partnered with Wellesley College since 2015 to record over 50 stories with alumni, students, faculty, and other members of the unique Wellesley community. Today, we're going to hear three stories that celebrate the ties that bind Wellesley women. I hope you enjoy hearing these voices from the Wellesley community. I'm Jeannie Emanuel. I'm 47 years old, and I'm at my 25th college reunion at Wellesley College. My name is Jean Hines. I'm 47 years old, and I'm at my 25th college reunion at Wellesley College, class of 1991. The very first time we met was outside mm-hmm. of the art history, mm-hmm. on our way back from class. Mm-hmm. And I remember your green eyes, <laughs> and it was a beautiful fall day. And finally, we got to meet after everybody telling us that we yes. should be friends and we should meet. And then I think we really got to know each other on this trip to New York. Mm-hmm. So Wellesley offered a trip to New York to look at a bunch of businesses. And that's when I think we really spent a lot of time with each other on the bus. And that's when I think I realized that investment banking might not be for me. (laughs) But we became friends because of that trip, so it was a worthwhile time. And I remember your pleated skirt and a messenger bag across your body and a blue blazer. I'm happy to say I don't wear plaid skirts anymore. (laughs) It was cute. Do you remember driving me to New York? Your parents rented a minivan. Yep. (laughs) And we loaded up everything that I was willing to move to New York City. There aren't that many friends that would drive someone 250 miles to New York, load everything into the service elevator, and leave you in an apartment for the first time. I remember feeling really sad leaving you, though. I felt sad, too. Yeah. But Wellesley has given us this great gift of friendship. Yeah. And we've had so many life experiences. Even when we weren't living nearby, we would always find a way to be together. And then when we were living closer to each other, our families getting to know and love each other as much as we do with each other. And between the two of us, There's six girls. Yeah, six beautiful daughters. Could be the next generation (laughs) of Wellesley I really hope one of my daughters goes to Wellesley. But even if they don't, the spirit of Wellesley, I think, is part of our parenting. Absolutely. That's always been a way where you kind of pass on passion and judgment and the love of life. I think my girls feel that they can truly pick what they want to do and that they have the hope and the capability and the intelligence and the access to anything. And I think that is something Wellesley gives its students and its community, is this idea that if you're interested in it, it's there for you, regardless of the fact that they're a woman, that they have access to what they really want to do and what they believe in. I'm Sally Grenville. I am 62 years old. And I am Helen Chris Marshall. I am 61. Helen, it's been said that our shared future belongs to intellectually gifted and deeply purposeful women, that is, Wellesley women. I see you as one of the most purposeful women I know. Can you tell me a bit about how Wellesley has shaped your sense of purpose over the years, whether in your home life or your professional career? This Wellesley effect Wellesley has given me a sense that I have a purpose and I need to follow it. Whoever came up with the term the Wellesley effect really captured something that we've been talking about 
we had a Wellesley gathering in uh, my house, and there was another alum who's a 1960s graduate, and she looked around, and she said, Helen, it really is true. There is something about a group of Wellesley women. I think that we are more than the sum of our parts. You get us together, and we create something additional just by being together. One of the things I personally have found most rewarding is being able to connect with women through the generations where we both have a common point of departure. We're all predisposed to like each other, even though we've never met each other. Yeah. So I do not feel hesitant to walk up to another alum and just talk to her, where you might feel hesitant in some other situation. And we're all very competitive, but Helen, wouldn't you agree that we are quite cooperative and wishing the best for our fellow alums, whether that's, that's mentoring true. or just giving a leg up along the way. Sometimes we don't all feel so fabulous about ourselves. I was thinking of myself. I'm sitting in a pew in the Wellesley Chapel. Next to me is that marble bas-relief. Mother Wellesley sending her daughter off into the big world with her arms around her daughter and pointing to the future. And her daughter has the book of knowledge in her hand and the lamp of learning as she strides forward. So I'm sitting in a pew and I say, oh, woe is me. I'll never be secretary of state. I'm not publisher of a magazine. I've never flown the space shuttle, which all of our folks have done. And just moping. So Mother Wellesley looks at me, steps off the wall, comes over to me and puts her hand on my shoulder and says, dear, what's the matter? And I say, I'm just feeling inadequate <laughs> amongst all this beautiful, you know, universe of constellation of Wellesley women. And I'm just like a burned out little dwarf star. And she says, <clears throat> dear, who do you think you are? And I said, well, my name's Helen and I'm a Wellesley graduate. And she says, yes, you know all these well, fabulous Wellesley women? Yes, ma'am. Well, you're one of them. You know that? You have got 35,000 people who have never met you all cheering for you to do well. So I want you to get up, figure out what it is you want to do, and go do it. We have got your back. And I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and you've never looked back, Helen. <laughs> <laughs> well... There's a whole community of people out there. 35,000 is how many living alumni we have. And I like the feeling that, one, I have this education. I feel that I can do it. And I feel that there is a whole group of people out there wanting me to do well. And I think that that is one way to describe the Wellesley effect. My name is Mara Ann Katz-Herbach, and I'm sitting at Wellesley College alongside my mother. Judith Margolis Katz. This is my 50th reunion. I had um, fallen in love with the concept of economics when I was in high school, so I was uh, predisposed to take that economics course. And the uh, woman who taught my entry-level economics course, who was the chairman of the department at the time, was Carolyn Shabell, who you know I stayed in touch with so long and who was uh, a great touchstone. I considered a friend. I see that you established great friendships, that you had a very successful extracurricular program. I think you're referring to choir predominantly, and my closest friends from college are my choir friends. 
singing was always for me a break and a relief. So no matter how much one focused on classwork, it was a totally different set of skills and, if you will, a different part of my brain. It was also fun. And those friends that I have from choir are friends whom, whenever I see them, it's like we've never been apart. I would love to hear how you think of Wellesley as your mother's institution. Audrey Price Margolis Kaufman, class of 35, was very proud of her Wellesley experience. She was proud of being a great student. She and my father moved from Boston to Albany when they got married in 1939, and Mom got involved with the Wellesley Club there. Her affiliation to Wellesley through her club in Albany built friendships for her and indirectly then for you and for me Mm -hmm. that yielded many unexpected things, some tangible and others not. But one of the tangible ones, when Jonathan and I got married, an enormous box arrived on our doorstep. I couldn't fathom what this was, and I'm embarrassed that I can't remember the woman who sent it. Oh, it's Addie DeBeer Melfelder, who is class of 41. Addie sent this enormous box of dishware that I'd never seen before. I guess at one point in time, Wellesley had China with pictures of the campus, especially of Tower Court, in different colors. And I remember opening that box and feeling like your mom was there. Did I say that it wasn't until (laughs) you told me that we'd be sharing a reunion that I realized that you were applying to Wellesley? (laughs) So this is the first reunion we've had since your kids were born. And especially since it's my 50th, makes it more special than I could ever believe. Thank you so much for listening to these stories that demonstrate the Wellesley effect in action. If you'd like to hear more stories from Wellesley, you can visit campaign.wellesley.edu. To learn more about StoryCorps, visit storycorps.org. Produced by Dan Collison with interviews recorded by StoryCorps.